Welcome to the Pre-Post Film Review. I'm Matt Stevenson. And I'm John Asquith. Uh, so if you're new to the podcast, the way it works is that we uh, talk about a movie over two distinct time periods. Uh, the first being when we watch the trailer for a movie before it's out, and we sort of talk about what we're expecting, maybe make some predictions about what might happen in the movie, and just our general kind of hopes. Uh, and then we come back and record uh, a sort of review of the movie once we've actually seen it and compare thoughts to uh, you know what our hopes were and what the reality of the uh, situation was. This episode, we're talking about the newest Pixar film uh, from director Pete Docter called Inside Out. And uh, I think this is going to be a nice, fun dis- discussion. So let's head straight on into our uh, trailer thoughts for Inside Out. So, Riley, how was the first day of school? Fine, I guess. Did you guys pick up on that? Sure Mm -hmm. did. Something's wrong. Signal the husband. Uh Uh-oh, she's looking at us. What did she say? Oh, sorry, sir. No one was listening. Is it garbage night? Uh, We left the toilet seat up. What is it, woman? What? Joy. This is sadness. That's anger. What? This is disgust. Uh, and that's fear. Ah! We're Riley's emotions. <laughs> These are Riley's memories. They're mostly happy, you'll notice, not to brag. I wanted to maybe hold one. What happened? Sadness. She did something to the memory. Is everything okay? I don't know. Take it back, Joy. Great. Joy, no. Let's wait. Go. The core memories. Ah! No, 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 no. Ah! <laughs> Can I say that curse word now? What do we do now? All right, so uh, here we are, John. We've mm-hmm. just watched um, the second full trailer, I think it is, for um, mm. Pixar's next big film, uh, Inside Out. Um, yes. This is one of their first original films in a little while, which is exciting. Mm. Um, How do you think it looks? Do you think it's up to the standards of the old Pixar stuff, or are we still in Cars and Cars 2 territory? (laughs) Um, I'm I'm feeling pretty optimistic about this one. I think Mm. um, it's, at the moment, uh, you know, sort of representing the original old-school Pixar in many ways. Mm it kind of has that feel to it where it's this you know it's what they did for so long was like have you ever thought about this little world and let's you know have a look there whether it's toys or fish or you know the monster under the bed and um it feels like one of those old you know even sort of pre incredibles and wally and up this film almost feels like back with those original um you know I guess four or five movies that they made um, which were yeah looking at these kind of hidden worlds or um, thinking about things in a different way Uh, and that that really excites me Um, you know as you said particularly after uh, Cars which was okay and then Cars 2 which I I haven't seen I must admit but I know no one really liked it Um, (laughs) you know Brave was alright but wasn't wasn't up to their normal standard um and I don't. I'm not. Can't even think of what else. Monsters University. They did. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, uh, and that that was a pleasant surprise, definitely. But yeah, I think so. was it necessary? Probably not. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we know they've got Finding Nemo two and Incredibles two on the way, uh, and the uh, and another original uh, dinosaur film. But um, yeah, there, there's definitely a, a drop in quality that's quite obvious now. And um, you know, for a production company that was like a bastion of creativity in the Hollywood sort of system, it, it's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going off on a on a big tangent. <laughs> I think this looks good. I think that this trailer um, gives maybe a little bit away um, mm. compared to the teaser, obviously before, which was more just like a scene from the movie uh, going yeah. inside the heads of the three family members. Uh, but uh, it doesn't show enough to annoy me. I think. Um, There'll still be a lot of surprises in there. It seems like it's going to follow the Pixar uh, trajectory, I guess, of making me cry at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's a few shots just in the trailer of like this central family, like uh, hugging or like having a good time together, and yeah. uh, I, I already get a bit emotional looking at that. And I imagine in terms of the movie, which I'm guessing is about this kind of big metaphor for maybe being a teenager and like struggling to figure out who you are and stuff. Um, And that, yeah, will hopefully result in a nice emotional sort of climax, I guess. Um, It looks funny as well. Um, It looks, yeah, it looks like the old Pixar. Um, The only thing I guess if I had to pick something to complain about is some of their characters don't look particularly visually appealing to me. You they mean the kind little of, dudes in the mind? Yes, know? yeah, the mind characters. Yeah, I think the humans yeah. look really good, but um, like the the main, I, I don't know if she's the main character or not. I, I think she is. Um, she joy looks like or a, whatever it is. Yeah, Joy. She she looks a bit. I don't know. Just Tinkerbell esque. Yeah, Tinkerbell esque, a bit pixie ish, and it, yeah. I don't particularly like that design. Um, but but um, yeah. Anyway, what what do you what do you think, Matt? Um. I, yeah, I feel kind of exactly the same way you do, John. Um, this, I think this looks really, really good. Um, mm. Kind of, like you said, this does give away a little bit more than the teaser did. I thought it looked great just from the teaser, like that mm. little scene that they pulled out over the dinner table yeah. um, was hilarious and mm. just like introduced the premise in a really cool way. Um, but it kind of didn't go any further than that. Mm. So it, it, it kind of just looked like a fun little idea and I didn't really have any much of a uh, sense of what the bigger picture of the film was. But having mm. seen this full trailer and getting, even if it does give away a little bit, um, it, the, it also has given me a lot of hope that it's going to sort of delve into more interesting themes and, and, and more interesting stuff is going to happen than it just being these like funny little moments with, yeah. like, oh, imagine if all your emotions had individual voices, like... Yeah, you know that's that's a that is a clever idea, like the little voices in your head. But this feels like what you said. Maybe uh, look, looking at developmental issues in children, mm. right? Like it's mm. it's whether it's going becoming a teenager and just going through the hormonal phase where you know everything's a bit crazy, or you know maybe it's could go deeper than that. You know, people that have like genuine emotional issues like depression and that sort of stuff like yeah. if it deep delves into that that yeah. would be awesome like that's mm. the kind of old school Pixar stuff that's right that I love because they were never afraid to tackle big subjects like that exactly that, that seem like way out of reach for your new normal 
quote unquote kiddie animated film. You know what I mean? Like they exactly. were always way above that kind of sh- yep. frustrating stereotype, and they would just that's right explore all these great ideas while ke- keeping it really approachable and fun. And I'm mm. after seeing this big trailer. I'm really hopeful that it does that and it goes into mm. bigger, more interesting themes. Yeah, um, like they used to. But uh, having said that, it is Pete Doctor, right? Is the director yes. of this film? Yes. Yeah. And um, while I like Monsters Inc. and Up, I like really like Monsters Inc. and Up. I do think they are a little overrated mm. um, within the kind of Pixar fan sphere. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm I hesitant agree. to get my hopes up too high mm. um, because he has a track record for me of making great films but not amazing films so I'm, yeah. I'm trying to lock, rein my expectations in and yeah. just kind of I don't know maybe I should be expecting just a fun adventure that you know plays with the emotional themes instead of delving in any deeper than that yeah um, but either way I'm, I'm excited about it definitely yeah yeah um, yeah, I, I would agree about Peak Doctor as well. I think, um, yeah, I love Up and Monsters, Inc. But I, out of all the great Pixar movies, they're towards the bottom, I think, mm. of the list. Um, and I, I don't really know why. It's just because they're very solid. The characters are great. There's just always something, m- not missing, but it just there's never that extra thing which elevates it above the rest of the yeah. Pixar films. And I, I don't I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but um but um yeah. And you know, he's you know, it's interesting, you know, we say that, but he's kind of the last original Pixar director who hasn't yeah. made like a big mistake <laughs> you know, in their <laughs> career or you yeah. know, like um Andrew Stanton had John Carter, um Brad Bird now has Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Lasseter went off and became a big executive and um yeah, so they're like the original guys and um you know, Pete Doctor's the only one that's just stuck with what he does best and, you know, he hasn't yep. he hasn't gone too far outside that circle and that's kind of a good thing in a way. So mm. um yeah, it's just interesting how that's all that's all panned out. Can we make any bold predictions? Oh, yeah. Um, this is probably silly, but I wonder if um, the parents split up during the course of this movie. Do you think that's possible? Ooh. I hadn't thought of that, but and I that, like that, that. That adds to the emotional stuff that's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or it's I maybe think- it's just sort of in the background a bit? So, well, that I really like that because that makes sense in terms of the the awkward dinner table conversation where they're not really That's clicking right. and they. I mean, it's funny because they have this fight, but if they are true to that, that's where it could mm. lead. Mm. Um, and it could that that's also could tie into, you know, it looks like the the film is about the joy and sadness sort of getting sucked into the mind, into mm. the memory bank, mm. and kind of like tainting these once joyful memories become like mm. tainted with this melancholy mm. which could be like representative of her experiencing her parents splitting up so all the fun times are now becoming like these not bad memories but uh, there's a sadness Sad. to them because they know yeah. they could never happen anymore yeah. I, I really hope that it goes down that road I like that <laughs> prediction John yeah <laughs> yeah I think <clears throat> 
Sorry, I think, uh, yeah, there's a chance, I guess. Um, I think he's not afraid to tackle that stuff either. Like, Up is very no. much about, like, the the end of a relationship. I mean, in a more tragic circumstance. But, mm. you know, he's not afraid to deal with sad uh, subject matter. No, and, you know, there's hints, too, that uh, Russell, his parents have split up or he never sees his dad or something like that. So, you know, that's um, mm. it's not the first time they've tackled that. I mean... Finding Nemo, the the mother gets killed. Um, yeah, that's true. You know, I've Toy, Toy Story, Andy, just the dads are never mentioned. So you know, there's all. It's interesting yeah, that there is this thing going on where parents aren't happily together all the time in yeah. the Pixar universe. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I really hope it. I really hope that that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. Hearing. Um, yeah, you point out that that memory thing that's so true. Like you, you specifically see that memory of them ice skating or something as a family, and um, sadness like accidentally yeah, it, it t- t- touches forward, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And it would, you know, as you said, I'm just repeating you now, but you know that that dinner table scene is really funny because it plays on the kind of stereotypes of a husband and wife. But then if yep. they undercut that stereotype with this actual kind of separation that's taking place that would be really mm. interesting as well and that, like there is another shot of them sort of like all hugging mm. in a room that looks empty like the, like the you know like, yeah. the, like maybe they've split up and they've had to move you know out he, she's going to live with one of the two but the, yeah. the family home is being packed up and yeah yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. we're going to be so wrong it's going to like none yeah, of this yeah I is think we happen. might be yeah yeah <laughs> We'll be dis- it'll be really good but we'll be disappointed it didn't go down <laughs> yeah, this yeah, exactly. imaginary thing that we've you know created <laughs> you know it could it really could just be about that time in your life when you're becoming a teenager and and how you deal with emotions and yeah. I think that would also be interesting um, I think so too I do hope that it's a little bit deeper than that like I said either borderline like touching touching on mental Mm. I don't want to say disabilities, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. um, issues, mental issues. issues or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something a bit deeper than just normal hormonal mm. craziness. Mm. Um, or like you said, uh, the breakdown of a family. Either of those two paths, mm. I think would be much, I would be much more interested to see those than, I feel like a lot of animated films sort of tackle the, oh, look at all the, crazy emotions these kids go through when they're 12 yeah. or 13 yeah um yeah I'm so you know I think it's fair to say that we're really excited for this one Matt. Yeah. yeah I think and, maybe um, a borderline too excited for me so I'm trying to rein my expectations <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough um yeah I'm looking forward to seeing this and talking about it I think we'll have a, quite a bit to discuss yeah I think so too we have a major problem. Oh, I wish Joy was here. We can fix this. We just have to get back to headquarters. That's long-term memory. You could get lost in there. Think positive. Okay. I'm positive you will get lost in there. What was that? Was it a bear? There are no bears in San Francisco. I saw a really hairy guy. He looked like a bear. This place is huge. Imagination land? No way. Dream Productions? Rainbow Unicorn. She's right there. I loved you in Fairy Dream Adventure Part 7. Okay, bye. I love you. They can't focus on the 
focus on what's going wrong. There's always a way to turn things around. It's Broccoli! Congratulations, San Francisco! You've ruined pizza! Who's the birthday girl? Howdy. So, we've just seen a uh, brand new Pixar film, John. They've kind of come off a bit of a string of, not flops, but, you know, disappointments, sequels. Uh, This is their first original Mm. work in a little while. How do you think Inside Out stacks up against the rest of Pixar's filmography now that we've finally seen it? Um, I think uh, it's always exciting when a new Pixar movie comes out. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Even recently, despite some of their movies not being as good as they were, Mm -hmm. I always get excited to see what they're going to come up with next. Um, And so this movie was, you know, I was even more excited for it because it's not a sequel. Mm. It's quite an original idea. Um, I mean, we've seen other TV shows or movies that might have something kind of similar, like where you go inside someone's head, but... To see it done this way and, and sort of so thoroughly, uh, I was really excited for that. Um, and I was really, really uh, happy with this movie. I really love this movie, actually. Um, I thought it was fantastic. And I think it feels, totally feels like Pixar. It feels like it could have come out back with the, the string of movies uh in the late 90s and sort of early 2000s, like Toy Story and um, Monsters, Inc. and WALL-E and all, all this stuff. Um, uh, it's like those in the sense that it's this high concept idea that's then used to explore like kind of meaty subject matter as far as these family-friendly movies go. Um, yeah, I thought I, th- I thought it was really, really good. I think um, it's... The, the characters are so wonderfully fleshed out. The um, As I said, the thematic stuff is, is really interesting. There's that heart and kind of somberness that comes with a lot of Pixar, the great Pixar movies um, now. Um, I thought visually it was really cool, really interesting. Um, I, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Um, I can't really sing the praises enough. I think that there might be a couple of little nitpicks, but um, overall, uh, yeah, I was, I, I was, uh, yeah, very thrilled. And then, you know, we'll, I'll ask you about your general impressions, but then we can also talk about our weird predictions that we made, which did not come true at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for we this made very movie. specific predictions about this film. Yeah. Um, and look, to be honest, I can see that movie in my head and I... <laughs> Still kind of wish it was that movie, but accepting the reality of the universe that we live in and we got this version of the movie, I, I'm very, very happy with it. So, yeah. wh- what did you think, Matt? Um, yeah, well, I, I, I agree with you that it was. it's always exciting when a new Pixar film comes out and I don't mean to, like, badmouth Pixar. Like, even something like Monsters University, which is a sequel or a prequel, uh was surprisingly good and a lot better than most animated films. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I was, I was excited about this. Um, Pete Docter, 
uh, I have mixed feelings about. I feel like his films in the the sort of Pixar canon um, are, are a little overrated. And that's, again, that's not to say they're bad. I think they're great, but especially Monsters, Inc., I feel like cops out at the ending in terms of its, like, emotional truth to the story and what it sort of builds towards for the whole thing. I think Up sort of peaks early and then sort of dips into um, some sort of conventional, almost cliched animation mm. comedy tropes. So I was a little bit hesitant going into Inside Out, given, mm. you know, his sort of track record. Uh, but I fucking love this film, Josh. <laughs> I loved <laughs> yes. it so, 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 so much. Um, yeah, it, it's too. it was like he what rewatched Monsters Inc. Read the notes that I had about what was wrong with it <laughs> and made an entire film about it. Like this is yeah. about yeah. that. About, like, letting go and growing up and emotional mm. maturity and, mm. like, mm. sadness. And it it was so much more emotionally, emotionally complex than I even considered it could be. It, it, it kind of, mm. like, blew my mind where this film went. Mm. Um, mm. I, I loved it so much. And, like, I would put it up there. I don't know if... If it is my favorite Pixar film, but it would be up there with Wally and yes, exactly. Like Toy, St- Toy Story and Toy Story Three, which I, I equally love. Um, yeah, like it, yeah. it's 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 the pinnacle of their kind of output. It's what it's what I loved, like exactly like what you said, like the old school Pixar where they they mm. use like this really simple but clever idea. Yes, that sort of yeah. Everyone can relate to and just springboard into like this amazing, rich world that explores all these different unique original ideas and things in a in a in a way Mm. that's so well thought out and well like fully realized. I guess is the best way to put it. Like, Mm. I don't know. I I love this film so I I would just gush over it forever if. (laughs) <laughs> if you don't stop me, I loved it so much. I loved it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm really glad to hear that. I'm really glad. You mentioned earlier about our wild predictions that we made in the uh, yes. in the tra- in our yeah. trailer segment. I think we kind of uh, anticipated that there might be uh, some sort of drama built around the parents getting divorced. Um, yes, I know. I was kind of really, uh, really high on the idea that it might deal with something more emotionally serious than just a child growing up, but instead maybe mm. delve into, you know, what, what it would be like t- for someone that's dealing with something like depression. Um, yeah. And I retrospectively take all that back. <laughs> like I am so <laughs> glad it didn't go down. I mean, it, it almost, to be fair, it almost touches on. It sort of to- does. Towards the end, it hints at things, uh, that, that could spiral down that path in terms of sort of depression and emotional uh, trauma. Yeah. Um, and yeah. in terms of like dealing with trauma within the family, in terms of the, the parents splitting up, I mean, it, it kind of does the equivalent of that in terms of them moving to a new city. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, what I really, from watching it, I realized how wrong I was in terms of wanting them to, to drill into something. So 
specific in that by by doing something more more broadly relatable it it mm. is more i was able to connect to it so much more than i would perhaps if yes. it was if it was a detailed examination of like what it's like for a girl to grow up with the depression that's not not to say that that mm. film would be a bad film but this film mm. like it mm. it it used that sort of conceit that so many kids go through like that i think maybe a reason why i love this film so much also is that it like it fucking nailed me because I almost went through the exact same thing that Riley did. Like I moved house when I was 11 years old, the same age <laughs> that she was in that film to an entirely new yeah. place. Had went yeah. through exactly the same shit she went through. Like I, I could relate 100% to like what was mm. happening in this film. So maybe mm. I'm a little bit biased by like how much it really like pushed my buttons. But I was just so thankful that it, it went on a more, a much more relatable, like, uh, it, it was so much more relatable instead of being so, so specific. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think, Basically, yeah, I think I'm just right. saying I was wrong in my trailer impressions and I was an idiot <laughs> to think that it should have been what I said it was. Well, in you know, we, yeah. <laughs> We were kind of expecting maybe the the the, re- the recent Pixar to to give us something, rather than I feel like this is a film that they kept in the vaults, you know, and mm. just decided to release now. Like we, if this movie was coming out in that sort of golden few years of Pixar, I don't think we would have even needed to worry about that sort of thing. You know mm. what I mean? It's just like I trust you. I know it's you're going to deliver something that's yeah. worthwhile. Um, and so this movie almost had to prove it, not prove itself. I don't want to s- speak like they're a really shitty company now, but um, you know, it had to kind of reset our expectation. I mean, mm. you and me personally, our expectations mm. for w- what Pixar can offer these days, um, and it totally did that. And I think you're right; like, it doesn't need any of that stuff that we were reading into. As interesting as some of that stuff is, um, there was enough there. To, uh, you know, and as you say, keeping it broad and stuff, like there's enough there for lots and lots of people to relate yeah. to. Because even, I mean, I didn't go through that experience like you did, um, but I could totally relate to this. Mm. And even though it's set just before puberty, it kind of is puberty anyway, you know mm. what I mean? And it's it's having those thoughts and realising suddenly that, I don't know, you just become more conscious of who you are as a person and where your place is in the world. and it's definitely got a lot of that sort of stuff in it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of I I disagree to an extent. Like I, I like that it wasn't the puberty button. I mean, that was a great gla- gag no. at the end. But yeah, I know I know what you're saying. Like that it, it is a hundred percent about emotional development. Like it's about that's like yeah. literally yeah. what happens in the film in terms of the control panel and what happens with the orbs. Yeah, which we will probably yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. a bit more detail. But yeah. Yeah, I liked it. What liked that it wasn't this hormonal thing that every child goes through. Instead, it was this like key events in your life that shape who you are. Like for mm. Riley, it was the move was like such a key event. Like you said, not everyone has mm. the a move where they move cities, but there, there'll be something that happened when you mm. were like. Mm. you know, a, a adolescent coming hit before puberty or, you know, around that time 
when you're kind of like learning to deal with all this new stuff, mm. you're learning to process the world. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, I I, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm I'm just really glad that it wasn't like the the cheap sort of hormonal thing. Like everyone goes through puberty. Let's let's throw all the emotions together. And look how <laughs> wacky they go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, yeah, I didn't mean exactly okay, that. Yes. I I I just meant. Becoming, I mean, you're self-aware when you're a kid, but not really. You know, yeah, that's yeah, all I yeah. meant is like, and that usually happens in puberty. Like yeah, around that age. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. like she's quite, she's kind of quite young in the movie. Like Eleven's still pretty young. Mm. Though a lot of that experience that she has in the movie is more probably f- people that are in for 14, 15 mm. years old or something. Yeah. Um, unless, as you said, there's a catalyst for it, like yeah. with you, like, moving yeah, when yeah. you're 11 and having to deal with all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but either way, we're both saying it's great. Yeah, again. yeah definitely. So. <laughs> and, just, and just even, like, what made it even better is, like, not only is this the Riley story amazing, like, that's not even the story, right? Like, the story no. is joy and sadness. Like, mm. it just works on so many levels. Like, yeah, absolutely. even just as a character piece, like, mm. it's so key that the opening of the film is like joy to start with and mm. like they, they console is just one button that they push and then sadness yeah. is the next person to come and she's you know they're sort of fighting for control and then yeah. for the the whole like the film is about it's about on a character level it's about joy realizing that sadness isn't a useless piece of shit that she, she should just like <laughs> put in a corner and like circle with some chalk and go don't touch anything yeah. <clears throat> but then exactly you know like on a on a metaphorical level above that it's like about realizing Mm. that kids are told like all the time like you know just stop crying you know Mm. shut up and be happy you know here's some Mm. fucking candy you know Mm. to make them smile and everything's going to be fine it's like it's about realizing that joy and happiness isn't the only important emotion that sadness has Mm. a place and that that is important to like yes yeah just it's so yeah, rich. I love that. It's so rich. I love John. that. Yeah, it is. It's very rich. It's like a rich uh, stew, full of nutrients. Sorry, I'm um, ranting a bit with my like love for this film. No, no, I agree. I agree. Um, and that's one of the things I really loved. You know, watching it was realizing what it was saying about sadness and all and mm. joy and how you need both and how that's a part of becoming emotionally complex and, mm. and living life is having these and, and also appreciating happiness almost more because you can contrast it with sadness. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and as you said, like that's, that's something that's told to kids a lot. And I think it's even more uh, impressive because animation in particular, traditionally Disney, especially is that message almost, yes, yes. you know, it's like, Put on a happy face and, you know, suppress your feelings and everything <laughs> will be okay. Yeah. And this is the complete opposite. And on that note too, um, I was talking about this with my wife um, after seeing the movie, that it this is such a good movie to watch if you have kids, I think, and to be able to talk to them in a way like and kind almost understand their thinking more or have mm. have sort of a a um like a, a set of tools to talk to your kid about 
certain emotions and you can say like oh who's who's driving now or who's in charge now you know what i mean mm-hmm. because it's like and, a tool set the kids, for them to express a tool set yeah. that's the word i was looking for yeah <laughs> yeah it's such a hard word to remember <laughs> not really um yeah i thought i thought i thought that's fantastic and mm. i you know i'm whenever i have kids one day i think it's this is going to be like a very valuable tool to show them and to teach them like to kind of be open and talk about stuff as well. Like mm. just in terms of like the real world implications of this movie, I think it's just fantastic. It's, mm. it's, it's really good for families as a whole. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, for parents to see this too and think about what their kids are going through rather than just, oh, you know, they're being a teenager or they're being moody or whatever's going on, you know, I think, um, and you know, the emotional climax of this movie for the, the humans is Riley just opening up to her parents mm. and then finally realizing what's going on in her head and they all have a cry and a hug. I mean, that's there's no big real action set piece there. It's just emotion. Yeah. And that's so cool. Yeah. And emotional to watch. Yes. I got very I got very teary. <laughs> How many times movie. did you cry in this film, John? <laughs> Look, I was on the verge a lot. Yeah. Um. But there, but there was two specific times. One yeah. was then, and the other was uh poor old Bing Bing Bong. Oh yeah, old mate you know, Bing sac- Bong sacrificing himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that just yeah. rips me apart. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was so well done. So well done. Yeah. No, I agree. For me, it was it was three. Uh, and the the first one, I those two were the same for me. But the, I had mm. one earlier. Um, when uh when they have the the islands of personality or whatever it is that what it's called what they're called yeah um, yeah i think so yeah and when they first like go on their little like they joy and sadness get sucked out and they're going like on their little adventure to try and get back and uh yeah. riley has that moment where her dad does like the the silly face and she has goofball island or whatever and it just yes when it I crumbles and yeah. the, it just that for some reason was like a gut punch to me. And yeah. and it was one, yeah. it was, I was, it, it's a sad moment because she's lost this part of herself. Like what yeah. that represents, like she will no longer have that childish yeah. fun, you know, yeah. goofy side. It's gone. And it's like mm. realizing that that's what happens. Like that's, that happened mm. to me probably, mm. but also mm. like, I just didn't expect it to, go there like i i thought mm. the islands would just be safe you know what i mean the the mm. objective is to save the islands they're going to be saved yeah. and it's just yeah, like yeah. it just crumbles like just yeah. on a basic plot point like i was like holy shit like yeah that's a that's a great completely point. took me off guard and then you know you see them all crumble eventually each one's a bit of mm. a a blow mm. but that first one yeah. poor man like i had tears like yeah. rolling down my face i don't know why it was just like yeah. a really no i completely really understand me. that I, yeah, I completely understand that. And um, one of the points where I was on the verge was just the kind of opening montage of Riley growing up um, mm. and Joy talking about how they've always been there and just showing these family moments, which maybe to some cynical viewers are a bit saccharine and sweet. But mm. just seeing that, it's almost the boyhood effect. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, oh, shit, families and growing <laughs> up and people that love each other. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And and just, you know, being at a point uh, in my life personally where the next, I don't know, 10 years, this sort of stuff might happen for me, you know, mm-hmm. starting a family and all that shit, you know, just you know, we're both in our 
late twenties slash early thirties, mm-hmm. roughly. Um, and this, this is all to come. And it was just, it, I don't know. It just kind of hit me on, on that personal yeah. level. that This is things that I'm going to experience in my semi near future, you know, like, um, which is just a fantastic, you know, yeah. again, like for, for a quote unquote family film to offer this much stuff mm. right off the bat is just so cool. Yeah. And even like, um, you're saying the bing bong scene, like pushed you over the edge, which it did for me as well. But that's, mm. that's another perfect example of like films like this, you know, people often criticize them for, particularly up, I feel like for like startup up, like for deliberately mm. pressing your buttons, like, okay, mm. you know, mm. this, this, they're, they're doing this to manipulate you into, manipulate you into crying. Um, and I can, you know, Bing Bong is almost that in this film, right? Like it, that moment is there to make you mm. cry. It's a sad moment mm. in the film that, you know, mm. he sacrificed himself. But this, I think this is a perfect example of it being like great Pixar where it's more than that because it's all about, again, growing up. Like you, he, yes, mm. he's sacrificing himself. It's sad. He's dying, but he's dying mm. because- It's what most, he represents. Exactly. Most of us forget imaginary friends in childhood like i probably had a fucking imaginary friend when i was three years old or whatever but i can't remember him he's yeah. down in my little pit of you know ashen <laughs> balls just like disintegrating yeah. Do you know what i mean like, yes yeah it means yeah. so much more than actually just a character dying like it this yeah absolutely it's so much richer yeah. than that yeah and you know just talking about when they go down into the pit something that this movie does amazingly well i feel like i'm saying well too much um, that this movie does very greatly <laughs> um, uh, is, you know, it sets up rules to the universe and c- very clearly establishes them so you know what's going on. You know, it's a totally abstract thing for mm. most of it, but you understand, you know, how things work. And when they finally fall down into that pit, it was like, in Inception or something when they go into like down into the, the real low layer and you're yeah. just like, holy shit, yeah. this is, what the fuck is going to happen to them now? You yeah, know, I totally it agree. felt icky and dark and surreal and um, yeah, it was just another thing I really admired. No, I totally agree. It's like the, what I was saying about the, the crumbling of the um, goofball island. It's like exactly mm. right. They set up these rules and then they not break them, but they, they use, like, they take you places where you don't expect within those rule sets. Like you see mm. that that is the dark place where all everything goes and you think it's just like the threat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. most yeah. films that would just be like the abyss that they almost fall into. And that's the scary thing that they don't want to go in, but this, mm. they chuck them in, you know what I mean? And it, I mm. totally agree. Like when they fell in, it was a similar moment where I was just like, what? Holy crap. Like, mm what now you know like yeah and in yeah. a really great way like i didn't know how how this was gonna be resolved yeah yeah exactly and just visually down there too it was mm. so so interesting and all these little like orbs that are slowly losing their light and vanishing it's just just fantastic like in general the design and and everything of this movie was really really cool yeah. you know because there's no uh real world connection at all you know with the toy toy story and monsters uh, mm. monsters inc i guess is made up but it's still like i don't know they live in houses and mm. they have neighborhoods and you know this is how do you 
make up mm. a a world of the mind that kind of makes sense and and is physical but really isn't at the same time like it's it's quite a feat yeah i totally agree and there is like i really like the consistency of design within that like the or there's this, this sort of like orb theme <laughs> running throughout mm. like it, I, i'm pretty sure that if you like you zoom in really close to the each of the five emotions. They're made up of mm. little dots, like little orbs, yeah. Like, yeah. which seems like really consistent and relevant to like you know the whole thing is about these spheres of memories and I don't know. I really mm. like that. It feels like there's a lot of thoughts gone into the the design of yeah. the, the inner mind world. Yeah, um, I love some of the gags with that with the orbs as well. Like how those like. Uh, workers in long term yeah, like, keep so sending good. up that. Um, <laughs> oh, the, was it, the, was it the gum? Or, yeah, the gum or, tune, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I great. loved that as well. And my other <laughs> favourite one was when they're on the uh, the what was the, the train of thought, and um, yes. they what, knock over the two crates. And what was it? It was like yeah. facts and opinions, opinions. and facts. Yeah, it's yeah. so similar. And he's like, I oh, don't worry, we always get them mixed up. It's just, yeah, oh, yeah. So that, was, clever. that was great. Yeah. <laughs> But it, even just like on the like emotional maturity thing and going back to the orbs, um, I mean, mm. we've kind of touched on this, but, you know, at the end of the film, once we realise the importance of sadness and the, the whole like emotional maturity thing and you see that first orb kind of sadness turns all the old memories sad and then you see one of the first orbs sort of roll into the core mm. memories or whatever and it's got like a amalgamation of sat yellow and blue which represents sadness and happiness and mm. it was like that is again it's just like perfect pixar you know it's such a simple idea and it's such a perfect obvious ending like i look at that imagery and just go how did mm. i not see that this mm. that's how this film was going to end it's mm. it's yeah, absolutely exactly. perfect but yeah. at the same time completely surprising in a amazing way mm. do you know what i mean like it just mm. it feels like a perfect mm. jigsaw puzzle that the last piece just sort of clicks in and it all like absolutely oh i loved it so much yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah me too yeah you're so right that's that's a great point like that's something that you should be able to see from the start mm. right and yeah. somehow you don't you don't get it until it happens and then it's like of course yeah yeah you know, it's just great great storytelling yeah totally like yeah, and, and this is the the pro- the process of of Pixar of like developing, you know, out of those five years, I think mm. maybe three are story development, yeah. and then the last two are actual production, like it's or something roughly like that. Mm. Like they they have the time to to do this, and that's why it's even more disappointing when they deliver something that is disappointing, yeah, like Cars Two, you know, like Cars Two <laughs> or uh, yeah, I even guess Brave, Brave yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. So I don't know. This. Yeah. Uh, it shouldn't make me more excited for the good dinosaur, but it has. Mm. Even though um, that's had a bit of a troubled production and it's changed hands in terms of directors a bit. Um, I'm I'm fully kind of back on the Pixar bandwagon now, and I'm really excited to. I'm hoping that this is like a return to form. Yeah. Again, not that Before, the form was dropped. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, before... I was going to say before they go back into sequel territory and with <laughs> yeah, Toy Story a, yeah. 4 or whatever they've got up after That's what's that, sad, right? Yeah. 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 Finding Nemo 2, oh, Cobra's right. 2. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, this, um, that's true. Finding Nemo 2, Incredibles 2, Trans- uh, Transformers, Toy Story 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So may- maybe this is more of a rare, you know, every mm. four years. Ba- yeah. Basically, maybe just every time Pete Doctor makes a Pixar <laughs> movie now, we'll get something original. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've been like massively gushing over this. Was there anything that you mm. thought didn't quite work or something that you would uh, like change? Yeah, the tiny, tiny things that come out of because I love the movie so much, mm. I think. Like little um, nitpicks. Yeah, and really the only main one is I think the movie could have been even 20 minutes longer mm-hmm. and just had a tiny bit more time to develop the kind of uh, emotional spiral that Riley goes into. It feel felt a little bit, you know, and this is super nitpicky, a little bit quick for her to run, you know, feel numb inside and start mm. to run away from home and wear, start wearing, you know, a dark hoodie and that sort of thing. <laughs> and I know they've only got, you know, traditionally these movies are an hour and a half-ish and they've got a certain amount of time to play with. Um, and the whole movie is this sort of big metaphor, so it doesn't really matter as much. Mm. Um, but because I was enjoying it, you know, there's there's so much more to mine in in both the human world and the the mind world mm. um, that I could have I could have done with more time. I mean, that's hardly even a criticism. I guess. Yeah, it's almost it was so good you want more of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's probably other little things, but I've honestly forgotten mm. any anything else. Is there anything you can think of? Um, yeah, it's funny you should say that. I mean, I kind of one of the things I really like about Pixar, and I guess it's kind of like what you said about having five years to like chisel the story down, is that they're able to tell such complex mm. stories and things within like ninety minutes. Um, mm. But I agree, like it was so great. I would have happily watched more of it. I didn't. I did. I don't think I necessarily felt like anything was lacking, but I can see what you mean about the emotional spiral feeling a little quick. Um, I honestly, I don't think there was much, maybe at the beginning there's, there is sort of some really heavy expositional world building that kind of gets Mm. really crammed in really quick. And I think it perhaps like bordered on a, like almost got to the point where it was too much, but it never hit it. Like it, it just felt Mm. like there were, Joy was explaining a lot of stuff really quickly mm. to get the exposition out of the way so we understood the world. But, I mean, it, that's a minor criticism. Like, it, it didn't yeah. deter from the film and you needed to understand all this so all the other stuff that came after it was, you know, emotionally impactful mm. and you understood the, the rules of the world. So, I mean, yep. yeah. Again, it's probably a symptom of, like you said, having such a short runtime, you know, you squash all that mm. into the very beginning and then yeah. so you can have the rest of the film to play it for it. Yeah. To have it play out over the rest of the film. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, other than that, it's, I am really, I, after coming out of it, I was almost challenging myself to think of bad things about it mm. when I was trying to mm. rank the Pixar films. Um, mm. And I was really struggling. Like there's, mm. there's not much I would change about this at all. No, no. Um, what I really liked, I mean, it is every sentence in this review starts with, what I really liked was, uh, <laughs> or another thing I loved yeah. um, was that there, you know, joy, I mean, there's no villain mm. for a start, right? There's mm-hmm. no villain. Mm-hmm. And the closest 
person to it is actually joy at yep. one point. I mean, I guess it's sadness very... at the beginning, right? And then it shifts. Like, you realise. Yeah, it's I like... suppose so, yeah. But she's never a villain. No, really. but I think, I think to begin with, she's... You, you see things from Joy's point of view, right? You know, she's not a villain, I yeah. agree, but you, you're kind of like, yeah, just don't let her touch anything. She keeps wrecking it. Like, just keep her away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, Joy. Sort of- uh, but, yeah, I love that. I love that switch over mm. the movie, that yeah. Joy starts to become n- annoying and bossy and not understanding of how other people are feeling. And then there is that moment where she, like, the only one of them can fit in the tube or I can't remember oh, the exact yeah, yeah, yeah. story point. Yep. And she doesn't take sadness with her and she's like, I'm sorry, I have to do this. I have to get back. And, you know, then that's, I think that's how they end up in the pit, actually. Mm. Uh, isn't it? Like, the tube breaks yeah, and she falls so. down. Which in itself is like, okay, she did this selfish thing, this slightly horrible thing, and... So she's gone into the pit. You know what mm. I mean? It's not like she just slipped on a candy peel or something and fell yeah, in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's there's a selfish action that got her down there. Um, but yeah, I, I like that that she had she went through her own little journey of mm. of you know becoming extremely controlling and and um, bossy and then having to learn to to give away some of that control to sadness. Yeah, definitely. So that was that was. Fantastic. Um, I also really like that you can almost read the film as both, like, the emotions controlling Riley or, like, the emotions being a symptom of what's happening in Riley's yeah. world. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's really yeah. cleverly, like, threads a fine line right down the middle. Like, you know, it, it, yes, they go off and they, you know, get sucked up the the tube to and ditched out, which leaves only like what disgust and anger and fear to, yeah, to control Riley's emotions. Mm. But it's mm. like what caused that was because she moved and, you know, mm. having a, something traumatic like that happen, you, you stop being like happy. Yeah. And yeah. Sad, you get anger, angry and scared. And, you know, like it's, mm. Mm. I don't know. I just, I thought it was really cleverly handled. It was, some a lesser animation company or you know lesser filmmaker would have you know heavily put a heavy emphasis on either side of that spectrum i feel yeah yeah that's that's very true there's a direct link between them and because it's boring either way if mm. it's too much mm-hmm. right if they're just controlling her then it's like okay she's not even a yeah. real person <laughs> exactly you know? she's a robot yeah yeah that's right we're all robots with little people inside <laughs> us but that's a great point. I hadn't really thought about it that way. But, yeah, it's totally doesn't really tip one way or the other. I mean, you spend more time inside. But, I mean, that's the great thing is about the inside is all abstract anyway. Mm. You know, it, I don't think the movie's necessarily saying, like, oh, this is what's happening. You know, it's like, like here's a yeah, vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here's a representation of what is going on inside her head at the moment. But then like, it's also like, it's amazing that you care about both sides of the story. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. That they yeah. were able to pull that off. Mm. And using like the visual, again, the, the design and the visual language for each of the emotions. And then when it quickly darts into someone else's head, <laughs> which was always like super funny and interesting, you immediately have that reference mm-hmm. for, Oh, the red one's anger and the the yellow one's joy and, you know, and 
you have that shorthand like straight away, which yeah. is great design. Except great for filming. except for the bus driver that has nothing but angers. But, yeah, hilarious. and that <laughs> gag works because of that. Like that's amazing. Um, I loved that ending sequence. Yeah, so hilarious. I agree, and I love like the little touches that uh, that is never like delved into. But when you zip into other people's heads, there's certain people have certain emotions that are in control and are their lead emotion, mm. like Riley's is happiness, but you zip into the mm. dad's and anger is the one that's like the head, mm. head air mm. quotes, head emotion. And then you slip into the mums and it's sadness in her head. And, you mm. know, it's just like, it's kind of, like you said, this shorthand way to sort of let you know that different people have different personalities and different combinations of these emotions and certain things have are more exactly. dominant within certain people. And fucking hell. That's right. <laughs> So yeah, good. so like in in the dad's version of this movie, at some point he he perhaps had to grapple with like having a short fuse or something, mm. and he gets pissed mm. off easily. Mm-hmm. And so his journey was like having how do I deal with that and and work with that? You know, like you're right. It's it's so cool that you can take that much just from these really quick shots because yeah. they've laid the groundwork so well mm-hmm. that you can pick it up. And um. The best moment when it, of those little like zip ins to people's heads was uh, when Riley mm. bumps into that like eleven year old boy at the hockey match and it just goes <laughs> in and all the yeah. alarms are going off and it's like girl girl yeah. it's like uh, yeah. fear is just like in this fetal position just like rocking in the corner <laughs> yeah. everyone's yeah. running around like manically it was so funny yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's so good <laughs> and it's like the that's like the best. Uh, representation of what it's like being like a twelve year old and having to talk to a yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about uh, Pete Doctor and like the movies he's made and where he's going. Mm-hmm. It's where he seems to be going in terms of what the stuff that he's tackling in his movies, and I really like that they're. I mean, there's only three, but I can see this trend almost appearing where he he takes like I don't know life moments mm. or big big everyday things that p- lots of people deal with, and and tackles them in a movie. Mm. So with uh, Monsters Inc., which w- was more of a generic kind of Pixar movie, mm. there was no huge central thing like i'd say up in this movie are more strongly pushing something but monsters inc was like uh being afraid right Mm. and being scared of what you don't know um and coming you know and dealing with like facing fears and realizing that that um you know maybe things aren't as bad as you judge Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. or that you were afraid of uh with up you had uh, obviously, it's all about loss and and moving on from loss and and um, dealing with death. Yeah. And now you've got, you know, the this sort of like yeah, I guess uh, being a preteen or a teenager or, or just any any age and dealing with emotional like dealing with complex emotions and and um how that stuff affects your life. And I like that that there seems to be. A trend in that sense that I, I have no, you know, I don't think he's announced what he's doing next, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's another, mm. another kind of weighty life issue yeah. that's hidden beneath this cool, you know, um, animation-y exterior. 
Yeah, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind a, of just, no, no, no. That's a really good point. Thinking out loud and but, hearing yeah. you say that makes me really excited to find out what he is doing next. Yeah, and you know, it, we're talking about this movie like it is this like in depth art house <laughs> movie, which is great that there all that stuff's there. But at the same time, it is just a really entertaining. Yeah. You know, f- well crafted film yeah. that can appeal to everyone i think yeah like it's it's so cool that it works on all these different levels as most great movies do yeah i totally agree Thanks for listening to the pre-post film review. We'd love to hear what you guys thought of Inside Out. Um, let us know where you'd rank it in the Pixar films catalogue. Um, let us know what you think of it compared to Pete Doctor's other films. We'd love to hear uh, what you guys think. And we always reply to every email that we get. Um, so if you feel like shooting us an email, you can uh, do that at prepostfilmreview at gmail.com. That'd be awesome. That's right. And after you've sent us an email, you can log on to Facebook and uh, give us a like there. Um, the links are in the show notes. Um, it'd be great to, yeah, get you, see you guys on Facebook and uh, continue the discussion over there. Um, likewise, after you've liked us on Facebook, if you open up iTunes and click subscribe, that would be fantastic as well. It's a great way to help spread the show and get new listeners for us. And um, we really appreciate that. After you've hit subscribe, there's a little review tab. Click on that. <laughs> and um, you can leave a review for us if you wish. Um, good or bad, we, any feedback is, is always welcome. Um, and then I want you to go to your browser and, or your phone and go to Twitter uh, because we're also on Twitter. And uh, you can search for us at prepostfr. I believe that's in the show notes as well. Um, and uh, we've been quite active on there lately in, in uh, interacting with you guys, so it's uh, been fun. Um, uh, but if iTunes and all that stuff isn't your thing, we're also on uh, Stitcher. I should have said that before, but it's okay. Uh, we're on Stitcher or most of the big podcasting services, uh, which you must be on one of them to listen to us. So um, thanks for listening and good on ya. <laughs> yeah, good on ya. <laughs> Um, we are also on Letterboxd as well. Um, if you yes. guys are members there, you can follow John and myself. There's links to our pages in the show notes. Uh, if you're not on Letterboxd, you should get on Letterboxd because it's a really cool little film community that lets you log films and keep a little film journal and, you know, see what John and I have been watching outside the podcast, which is always fun. Mm. Uh, and you can join us next episode when we'll be talking about the latest Marvel film, Ant-Man. Starring mm. Paul Rudd and not directed by Edgar Wright. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, I'm sure it'll still be interesting, but it won't have the the depth of mm. our other two ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should be part of the Pixar Brain Trust, John. We should. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they listen to this and hire us. I'm <laughs> sure they will. Send a copy to John Lasseter. Yeah. He'll throw it in the bin. <laughs> His whole computer when you yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On to Toy um, Story 4. 